Hello, and welcome to a special episode of Mid-Mitten Gaming. I'm your host, Juice, and I'm with my good host, good buddy, host, friend, GM Jeff here. Hello. <laughs> That's the most unepic intro ever. All right. So today we have a special thing for you. We're going to talk about league rosters, specifically Freeblades campaign league rosters and keeping track of your campaign. We're excited to bring this to you and talk about it. It is something that is hard to explain, especially if you're just learning the game, but it's easy in practice once you get used to it. Yep. So without further ado, I'm going to start with uh, the most important part. Um, all the campaign basics can be found in your Freeblades uh, Living Rulebook to 21-1 right now on page 178 and onward from there. There's going to be some specifics on other pages, but that's going to be your starting point. <clears throat> he, and, means, he means uh, page 168. Yes. Page 168 is your campaign basics. And uh, the other probably most valuable tool you're going to find is going to be in the Freeblades Players uh, Files section on Facebook. If you go into the files section and scroll down to March 11th of 2016, you'll see something titled League Roster, parentheses, Julie, and it'll say a version. It is a Excel sheet, and that is the best way you're going to be able to keep track of your league uh, roster. Yeah, and there's, there's actually a lot of different uh, league rosters out there. So I know uh, Matt recently uploaded one, Budney, and... Uh, it's basically Julie's, but he's input all the stat lines already for the base creatures. And so there, you can track however you want. We're going to use Julie's because I find it, uh, I really like hand entering everything because it helps me get to know my characters better. So Awesome. So let's uh, go ahead then and start talking about, um, looks like the gold, I believe, or win-loss, win is that right? Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, as you play a game of free blades, uh, you want to track how much like there will be things that you're gonna want to track on AP, and so we're gonna we're just gonna be using Julie's roster, and so like AP line 16 and 18 in the box one there in the first character is where you can track your um, AP those little dots you just mark them off, and then line 17 and 19 is where you'll put level ups. And so that's probably the most... Everything else is pretty self-explanatory on there as far as how to enter it or whatever. Um, but uh, where you track AP is line 16 and 18. It kind of just rounds down. You should be able to find, uh, follow that pretty easily. Yeah, and basically it's going to be under your advancement cost. Those little boxes, and you'll see them. They have X's in them already and numbers designating how much AP you've earned. Yep, and so we're going to pretend like we just played a treasure hunt. And uh, you'll notice our, we're just going to assume that um, each player moved three off. So we ended we ended in a big fat draw uh, here. And so one of the first things that you're going to do, we're, we're just going to talk about the post-game, like how to wrap up your game, because there seems to be, like, how do we do that? You know, and so uh, the first thing you're going to do is figure out who won and lost. Cool. And then the next thing you're going to do is go down to the campaign results, and you'll see campaign gold. Um, and for treasure hunt, and I'm on page 128 of the rulebook here, uh, for treasure hunt, each loot marker uh, worth gold in the possession of a free band member after casualties are determined um, is worth whatever they're worth. Other loot markers are lost, 
And then in addition, each free band receives 2d4 gold. So you're going to roll 2d4 and get that much gold. If you have merchant uh, merchants on the battlefield, you're going to get those gold, etc., etc. Um, but uh, for the for the, each of those loot markers, when you picked them up, you um, would have rolled you on. Roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, D30. So, uh, Juice, why don't you give us three D30 rolls, and we'll see how much gold that we have. 28, 5, sorry if it's loud, and another 5. All right, so the two 5s are worth 7 each, and so that's going to be 14, but that 28 is 20 gold royals. So we just walked away with uh, 34 gold royals, which is yep. nice haul. Nice, and yeah. not including your 2D4 that you're going to get as well. Yep. Yep, and so you would uh, denote that, and you would add it to your campaign roster where it says gold. This is lines three and four way up at the top. Uh, and you, the little gold ones here, uh, the gold blocks there, are ones that you will enter in and adjust yourself. The white blocks up there are auto-calculating, and we'll talk more about that later. Keep in mind, these gold rolls do not spike. They're one of the few rolls in the game that don't yep. spike. Yeah, randomization rolls don't spike if it's strictly to, like, see which model is hit or, like, which model is hit in the melee or, you know, if you're randomizing something. Those won't spike. And I realize that all the rolls are randoming, random rolls. But anyway, so you figured out how much gold you have. Um... And then there's uh, campaign items under this as well. So if you got a loot marker that was an item, either a normal item or a magic item, you get to keep that. So uh, models that move the loot markers off the board, that counts as a loot marker for you. you you're in possession of that if they move it off the board. Uh, and you can read the scenario for the full rules here. We're just looking at the post-game. In-game. Mm-hmm. Yep, and so uh, you've gotten all of that. Now we need to figure out, we're going to pause, we need to figure out who's alive and dead because during the game, a number, you know, some of your characters might get dropped. So any of your characters that get dropped are going to need to roll on the casualty table, and this is going to be 172 or 173. So I'll start. <clears throat> yeah, so you have a dead so, uh, follower, follower that got dropped. Yep. Yep. So... I got a 27, full recovery. Very nice. So full recovery means, and you can read these on the following pages, but full recovery means, you know, uh, or on the 171 is uh, where you can get some more information on casualty results, but full recovery is they suffered no effects. On this table, too, it does give you a dropped versus runoff. Uh, you, If you play the game... You'll know the difference, but dropped usually means, you know, you got killed and some, not dead, but you were dropped on the battlefield. Run off as you failed a, a test potentially and got scared off the battlefield. Yeah, you either panicked or evaded off the battlefield. Those are going to be your runoff results. Uh, so why don't you give us another casualty uh, for a hero this time and see what happens. All right, I have gotten a eight. Eight is a leg injury, so they're going to take minus one die level agility. And so injuries are permanent. If your character suffers, if one of your models suffers an injury, it's permanent. Um, And so this is where uh, we'll talk real briefly here. Uh, If a follower gets injured, especially if they have no level ups, um, I'd just fire them. (laughs) You only get half the gold value for them, but chances are it's not going to impact you a whole lot. And um, as, a, 
as a unique note, if they get a chest injury, a 10, and take minus one die level endurance, they die anyways. For followers. For followers, yeah. Because the way the stats work. Now, keep in mind, if you're like me and some other players, though, we like the story a lot. So uh, occasionally I'll keep a follower th- with an injury if it's not terrible. Uh, just just for story, like, uh, you know, Jim injured his leg on the battlefield. And with that, we'll just, I'll touch on this real quick. We're going to come back. But um, there are ways to mitigate injuries and death. And they're actually pretty simple to do. So do we want to talk about that now, Jeff? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Since we're on casualties, it's applicable. But um, So in the game, you are able to buy a a field medic. Uh, This can be done after your first adventure even if you want. And uh, you can go in, spend the 15 gold, and that lets you ignore one result on the casualty table. Uh, per encounter or per game. So let's say I roll the one through five here and Jim is dead. I really like Jim. Um, I can choose to ignore that result. Uh, maybe Jim got that leg injury instead. I can choose to ignore that leg injury instead. Um, yeah. So it's it's a really worthwhile investment when you're playing in campaign. 15 gold, one time buy, you have it for the rest of the campaign. Now, um, now uh, just a note on that. You don't get to see all of those casualty re- results and then pick which one to ignore. So it, it when the casualty result comes up, you have to choose whether to ignore it or move on. And so start so, with your favorites. <laughs> so start with your favorites and work your way to your least favorites because you don't want to roll for Jim the uh, sailor and then find out that your blade brother died or your uh, mm-hmm. Jendal blade seeker died. And then the other way to mitigate damage is anytime they would receive a level up, you may instead forego gaining a new ability and rolling on that chart uh, and heal an injury. Yep. So uh, you would obviously have the injuries first, but it makes it a little bit less of a you know, pain in the leg, so to speak. <laughs> uh, because you can, you can forego that. And it also adds some good story to the game as your guy got more experience and he's like, it was only a flesh wound, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was just a flesh wound. All right. Well, uh, once you've determined your injuries, anyone who survives is going to get some AP. And so, um, survives means they didn't get a dead result on the casualty chart. All right. They didn't die during that step. If they got dropped on the battlefield, and didn't get a dead result, they survived. So this is sometimes causes confusion, and people think that their model that got dropped on the battlefield doesn't get any AP. Yeah, they, it's sad, they but it's get not that a, way. They get AP as long as they don't, as long as they're not dead, which is a dead result on the casualty table. All right, unless they're undead. Anyway, so why don't you do you want to tell us some of the general ways that of models gain AP? Yeah, so there's going to be more. Um, and th- for those unfamiliar, AP is experience in free blades. Just we'll just touch on that. But it stands um, for advancement point. And he's going to be reading uh, off of page one seventy four here. Yep. So the most general ways that you're going to be getting experience is um, each model that causes a life point loss from an uh, from an enemy model gains one AP per loss caused. So my hero attacks your follower, does one life point loss, killing it. I gain one AP, and I mark that on my sheet. And you can do that immediately, because unless he's dead, it will matter. <laughs> um, your, and, your character. 
And NPC, um, NPCs here count as enemy models. So if you're doing a beast hunt, that counts as a life point that you deal. Or if you're attacking a wagon, it has life points. It counts. All right. Um, also, casters. Casters, for every five power that they spend on anything, this includes mana you got back from crit, uh, spiking your counter spells and stuff, uh, or spiking your spells. Ever For every five they spend you also get an AP. That caster does. So you can mark that down as you're going along. For every five you spend, you mark that down. Well, also, it is the base cost. Yeah, of, so no boosting spells. or anything. Yeah, so like if that, you yeah. intensify your spell, the extra that you pay to intensify does not count towards leveling. Thank you. Um, uh, also, uh, any surviving model. So we just talked about that. Anyone that does not get the dead result, they get an AP for surviving. Um, also, any surviving model that possesses a fate stone may convert it to AP instead if they want, um, instead of using it for reroll, uh, which is really nice. A destiny stone can be converted into two AP assigned to any model instead of a reroll. And then models, um, and then the last thing is whatever the scenario says. And those are the most common ways. There's going to be more, um, but those are the most common ways, especially the life point loss thing. And all that stuff. Uh, there's some nuances, you know. What, what if my opponent uh, passes his diehard roll? You know. Um, well, you yeah. didn't. You didn't count cause a life point there, so you don't get any AP. Yeah, exactly. So, um, just stuff like that. Sometimes some spells won't give you it, but for the most part, that that is your your bread and butter. If you're doing damage and it sticks, then it's it's happening. You're now, getting XP for that. A note on that is it's non-spell attacks. So if you shoot a magic missile at somebody, you don't get AP if you do a damage with it. If your summoned warrior goes and stabs a guy, you don't get any AP for that either. Now AoEs, do they vary from that or no? It, yeah, it, if it's a spell, it doesn't. If it's a spell, it does not give AP for damage dealt. All right. Right. So there you so go. We'll double check it. Uh, each model that causes a life point from an enemy model gains one AP for life point cause. This life point must come from the friend's own melee or non-spell ranged attacks, or by contacting a panicked model. Yeah, non-spell ranged attacks. Yep. So, you know. And your spirit, uh, your summon guy doesn't get any AP because he's a summon. So. Yeah. Uh, or he does, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> goes away. Mm -hmm. All right. The, yeah. So the other ways that Juice mentioned on how to gain AP is through scenarios. So this will be the there. Uh, it. Oh, okay, I I see what you're doing. There is one other way to gain AP it's incentives, but um, the campaign experience. And you're we're going back to our scenario. So I'm on tre treasure hunt again. This is page one twenty eight. And it says, if a surviving model, and a surviving model again is something that did not get a dead result, possesses a loot marker at the end of the game, it gains 1 AP. Yay! If a model carries a loot marker off its home edge, it gains plus 2 AP. This is in addition to the normal AP awards on page 174. So, uh, by doing your campaign experience, you're going to get AP. Uh, this is a, as a note right now. Anytime, whether you're playing campaign or tournament or whatever, anytime you sit down and play a game of Free Blades, be sure to read the entire scenario, including who the winner is. Because like right here with Treasure Hunt, 
The side that loots, moves the most loot markers off its home edge, and at least three, is the winner. And so if you move three off, you don't win the game because you need four off to like win in, in the game by winning. Uh, but uh, if you have three off and your opponent only has two, you win the game. So you're going to want to like just pay attention. And now here in a tournament, that matters a lot. But in a campaign, you'll notice that it doesn't matter who won or lost there most of the time. In our current campaign, Whispers of Doom, a win lets you take an extra search phase. Uh, speaking of Whispers of Doom, this is the last way to gain AP. Uh, when you're playing, after the game is done, um, any model that took part, and you'll have, if you have a bench, the bench doesn't get any AP, because they were benched, they didn't partake in the game. So any model that partook in the game and survived, um, is eligible for this. Uh, it's incentives. And so up in, in the mid-Michigan region right now, we're doing, uh, you get two AP if you complete a scenario uh, for the first time. The first time you play a scenario, you get two AP. You get two AP the first time that you play an opponent. And so, like, the first time Juice and I play, we would each get two AP. Um, randomly distributed to keep this all yeah alive. yeah all this is randomly distributed and so uh like if i have six models playing i'm gonna figure out how much ap i get to randomly distribute and then uh i'm going to roll a bunch of d6s and those are the models that get it and then the last way is we actually have a reward uh retailer um incentive incentive and, yeah. <laughs> yeah so if you buy something at the shop that we're at that day in like a 50 cent bottle of water or whatever it is um as long as you buy something you get two ap that day uh for that game uh to help our you know help take care of our retailer who's kind enough to let us play there and is fantastic anyway go next level espresso but um that's how that's how you're gonna get ap and then uh you're gonna figure out how much ap you have and back to Julie's roster, you'll see that there's some like clear breaks in her like little boxes that you mark your AP on. Those are your levels. When you fill up one of those like clear breaks, so the first one's three, the, the black second, lines. Yep. yep. First one's three. Second one's four. Third one is five. Fourth it one goes is six. Up six, seven. Yep. Yep. And you can kind of see how that goes. If you fill up that box, you get uh, to level. And so that's uh, that's you know what we're all about and so juice how do we level up our characters there so uh, you're gonna go to page 177 on the advancement table and then based on what kind of model it is that leveled up you're gonna uh, roll a d30 and choose something from those charts so for example I got a couple of characters here that advance so I'm gonna roll for uh, my hero my Huskarl that leveled up so he got an Eight, which is going to be a plus one dice level to endurance. Now, if you're broken. in our local meta, we are rolling please twice nerf. and taking. <laughs> yeah, my gosh, broken. Something. Please, nerf. <laughs> uh, yeah, campaigns are not typically balanced. You'll learn that too. But um, so you in our campaign, we're doing uh, in our local meta. You roll twice, take the better result. So here, I'd roll again. I got a twenty-one, which is going to be uh, wheel talent or skill. So more than likely, I'd take the endurance, but I'm going to scroll down a little bit, just a little ways, and I will see um, on a page... A big chart. 
180 actually is going to be wheel talents. And before that, it'll say talents or it'll say skills. And you'll well, be able to tell them. Yeah, right. and the, the skills are right at the end. It says advancement skills, and then you'll just see where all those skills are. Yep, which Mar and Rar are skills. A lot of people forget that. So I can take a wheel uh, talent or skill. So the skills would be fine, camouflage, hunt, etc. And a talents, I can see the name of the talent and the prerequisites. Now, I already have Mountaineer and Frostfoot, so I would qualify for alpine if i wanted to but let's you, say you I actually be, you have alpine yeah sorry i already do so i don't need that but um i i could also take um a taunt there or i could take amphibious because why not arboreal even uh, some however require you know other prerequisites so um but then you just take what you decide let's say i went with the endurance here because i like that you know OP please nerf. And I will write that down in the box directly below that table. So you'll see a little spot, and I'll just write in there plus one dice level endurance or DL endurance if you're using the sheet because it doesn't like pluses because of math. You can you can do it on the sheet if you want to do a plus something. Uh, you can put a uh, apostrophe, and then the plus one. And it will leave the plus one there and not start a formula for you. It will also there get rid go. of the apostrophe when you're Very all nice. Done. The more you know. Um, so, and you kind of just go through and do that. You do it for your follower, your hero. Oh, the followers have this fun thing where they have a chance to get Rise of a Hero. So they could become a hero. And uh, there's special things in there. You would check it out if that happens. But it's very exciting and fun if it does. Um Yep. So uh, with that, that's kind of um, the basic leveling up there. Uh, so Jeff, now As, that I've leveled a little bit, I uh, sorry. Well, um, let me let me share a little. I, I just want to say a little bit more and then ask your question. Uh, followers are all of your followers. That one's pretty obvious. If a follower gets Rise of a Hero, they will now roll on the Hero advancement instead of the Follower advancement. Because they will be your hero. Heroes are everyone else that's not a follower except your caster. All right? And so your leader is a hero and will roll on the hero advancement. And then your caster will roll on the caster advance uh, advancement chart. And if uh, you're playing Coronan, um, both of those are, both of your casters will roll on that. If you have another character like a Dryad, the Dryad will roll on the hero advancement, not the caster advancement. Because I know they have like some pseudo-casting with Beguile, but they're going to roll on the hero advancement. Because they're heroes, not casters. Okay. Uh, cool. Sorry. So what, what were you going to ask, sir? I don't want to ask it now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so now that we've gone through that and I've got my guy, he's got his first level up here, let's talk a little bit about base cost, advanced cost, and total cost in these columns here. Oh, yeah, sure. So um, I believe these are all – we're looking at uh, column E and F, and I'm specifically looking at line 13 and 15 on uh, E and F. All right, and so um, you're going to type in where it says base cost. You're just going to type in however much gold the character is worth. Thumbs up. And then advanced cost. So every time that you roll on that chart and get a level up, so at 3, uh, 7, number above 7, 12, I guess, 
three, seven, twelve, etc. Whenever you get to roll on the chart and get a level up, each of those uh, gives you an advance cost of three. So if you have one level up, it's three. If you have three level ups, it's nine. And you're just going to put that into your into the advance cost, and you'll watch that as it as the total cost auto calculates for you. Ta-da. And then if you look up at the top, your rating will auto calculate. Your base value will not have changed, but your rating will now auto calculate to uh, reflect your new rating. And your rating is what you're going to use. This is your free band value. And so this is what you're going to use to determine um, handicap for the, your next game and stuff like that because we want uh, the two people to be as close as possible. So in the campaign section, you can read the handicap uh, thing and do and play a handicap if you need to. And it doesn't, it sounds a little bit bad, but it's not. It's just a way to keep everything balanced and it's very simple once you read that to kind of do that so and it and it's kind of fun if you hire a guy to be a handicap and he does really well for you um you can spend his gold value and hire him in that way so since we touched on gold a little bit too let's talk about the gold column if i can jeff here um when looking at your one one more note on advanced cost uh if you get any magic items or uh, buy regular items or whatever. So if you buy regular items, put that in the base cost, up their base cost by whatever you spent on your magic item or on a regular item, right? Regular, like uh, like fine, improved armor. Yeah. Improved armor, fine weapon. If you get a magic item, put that in the advanced cost because it, it costs three as well. So every magic item or level up is three. Um, your heirloom item does it's not free. count towards this. It is free. Everybody has one, so it's yep. Everybody has one. Include, you know, uh, you don't get a discount if somebody steals your heirloom item, but they Sadly. have to they have to pay for it now because it's not their heirloom item. Also said. All right, now you want yeah. to talk about gold. So yeah, there is a nice little column in the top left for just general gold, and that keeps track of just gold for you that you get throughout the campaign. You use gold to purchase items, to hire new followers, heroes, those kind of things, and in general, um, just to, you know, keep going in the game. It's kind of the goal of the free band to earn riches, so to speak. So um, a lot of people, they get gold value confused with your rating and stuff because the models you hire have a gold value listed on them. The gold value listed on them has little to do with that gold column in the top left there of the sheet that gold column is simply for uh your your treasury if you will the gold that you've earned that you have not spent and that you're saving for later um so if i go in and i spend nine gold and i buy a new follower and i put that on my sheet now as a new follower i take that away from that and then whatever is left in my treasury that's what's there still and um that can get kind of confusing to people when they say, well, my base, my gold value, my base value is this. But it's like, no, that is your treasury. They're separate, and it's just a way for you to track the riches of your free band. Yep, and once you start, um, once you start, after your first game of free, bl- of free blades in a campaign, um, you're going to be using your rating to balance out your games. You will no longer be using gold value, but it is uh, 
there's an award for base value plus uh, treasury um, to see who there's an award there someplace. And so it matters later on, but you won't be using it a whole lot during the campaign. Yep. And um, with that too, uh, as you're keeping track in the campaign, um, they don't have a section for it in here, but a separate piece of paper is always a good tool to have, Yep. especially when it comes to, or you can make a nice column if you're savvy that way. But um, there's a lot of things you want to keep track of if you want to, for the purpose of just fun. Uh, there are awards that are part of the campaigns and um, you know, most models dropped uh, most uh, gold in the treasury, those kind of things. So keep track of what your models do. Don't just give yourself an AP if you drop a model. Um, mark it down and on a separate thing, just kind of have a running, here's this character's name, here's his achievements, and that'll help you um, as you go forward and, and get those fun things because that's what makes a campaign. My wizard becoming an arch, the arch wizard is a really cool thing just to kind of happen in the story. So. Yep. And I marked like drop models and stuff like that. Anything I need to track, I marked that up in the history section. So I put game one versus so-and-so win by objective or draw or loss or whatever it is. And then how many models I dropped up there in the history section. So there you go. All right. Cool. Well, there you go. There's a little uh, intro into how to track a campaign, and you. So there's a little bit of paperwork to do at the end of a campaign. Uh, you should do the most of this with your opponent. So like, roll your gold, roll your um, advancements and stuff uh, with your opponent at the end of the game, and it's always fun to see what other people get and stuff. Yeah, and then keep in mind too, when you're playing campaign, you can use anything as long as you're good at keeping track. Papers, fine, anything that you have, just you know, mark it separate. And then also, if you're coming into a campaign and you're not really wanting to play, but you want to play, you know, a game, um, you can do that. You can play against opponents that match your rating, and uh, it's it's a really fun thing. Uh, you can just play kind of a fun game here and there um sometimes if needed there's other nuances but um just uh keep in mind it's a it's an easy system and they've done a good job with it so yep yep anybody can come in and play against their campaign you can get your campaign game against whoever you want um you should play against other people in the campaign because like juice made mention free blades is an incredibly balanced game system and it's something that we really appreciate about it um that goes out the window when campaigns start <laughs> Because all sorts of wonky stuff happened, but you get really cool stories and things like that. So we're excited like about that. D twenty Mar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but really, or uh, as Alcar with Wraith, because he needs. Oh my that. gosh, that's terrifying. Yeah, have, have fun playing against Hunter. So mm -hmm. um, anyway, so <laughs> thanks for listening. We hope that you found this helpful. If you did, give it a uh, share and share it with you know your friends who are getting involved in the campaign as well. Um, and Whispers of Doom, we're in our second week right now, so there's plenty of time to jump in and play and experience the Whispers of Doom campaign, um, or wait around for the next one, just kind of check this one out, so uh, it's been a lot of fun so far. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited for the reveals and fun twists and turns, so uh, you guys have a wonderful day, night, and thanks for listening.